Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What do you think the proper way is to stuff a gerbil up your ass? Here's what, uh, here's what I think. So you can't just stuff it in there because it's going to die immediately. There's no oxygen inside your ass. As a matter of fact, inside there, I imagine there's probably a little bit of methane, which is toxic to people who breathe oxygen. And right? the gerbil too, right? Of course, the gerbil. Yeah, I've yeah. never stuffed a human being on my ass. Well, <laughs> not beings, an entire human being. Not an entire yeah. human being. Yeah. Yeah. Ger- gerbils, on the other hand, they die almost immediately. Ooh, there's articles so, on uh, the proper way to stuff a gerbil. So here's right. my idea. And we'll get, Justin, go ahead and look into what the actual proper way to do it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you what the way I would do it is. So I would either get him a rebreather or some kind of scuba device. Uh, you want to you walk me through what a, a rebreather is? Rebreather is like just, a, it looks like a, a fire extinguisher and there's a mouthpiece on it. You just put it on your mouth. And, okay, sure. Okay. <laughs> there you so go. Uh, full on scuba gear would be funnier. And then like a wetsuit for the, because I don't want for fur. The gerbil. I don't, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. for me. I mean, although wow. I, I, may, I may also wear a wetsuit and <laughs> then I'll start showing up at events and me and the gerbil are dressed the same. Well, if you wear a wetsuit because of how tight they are, right? Yeah. Let's say you go insertion hard, hard gerbil insertion first into anus. Yes. Then you put the wetsuit on. It's really going to seal that fucker up so it can't get any. Yeah, but he's got the scuba gear, so he's good. He's fine, yeah. And I'm fine, too, because I put him up there because that's where I wanted him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because you're not. Stop looking me in the eyes, Alec. Yeah. You're God not walking around. You're not walking around going, going about the town. With no, this, right? th- that's the thing, though. Women walk around now with anal beads or Benoit balls in their fucking vaginas. So, so here's what I've heard. Okay, and then, Justin, you've pulled it up. You yeah. know the correct. You know the correct. Where it started. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it started as a joke, but apparently it's Richard Gere. Yeah, it is yeah, Richard yeah, Gere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so here's what. Find, find the proper way to do this. Here's please. what I heard. Okay, and, and you, correct me if I'm wrong, Justin. You put the, the gerbil in the freezer for about two, two and a half minutes. So it, it almost dies, like it almost freezes up, right? On a, you want to put that on a high setting, obviously, on your freezer. Flash frozen. Correct. But not dead. Right. Yeah. So flash fr- frozen, and then you put it in a balloon. Lube up the balloon, and that goes into your anus. And then when the fucking gerbil comes alive, it's the scratching sensation and that's when you start jacking off as hard as you can. So let me ask you this. Do you get the uh, gerbil at pedicure first? Like, how sharp do you want the nails? I want some pressure and maybe a little pain, but I don't want to rip in my fucking intestines out. Can you and I say trim, him because I do not want to get me too. Of course, obviously. Can you trim gerbils' toenails is probably it, the question you I, I would assume that you would just take here. them to, to PetSmart, just like I do with my dogs, to take a little Dremel tool and round off the edges of their nails. It's yeah, super yeah, easy. Yeah. That way, yeah, there's still some clawing going on, but I'm not bleeding to death because of it. <laughs> No, of Justin, course. what do you got? Yeah, what's, what's your... You've pulled up WebMD. What do we have here? Uh, it's, this is definitely a credible uh, source. Anyway, <coughs> excuse me. Is All that right. your doctor voice? What, what do you... <coughs> I'm, I'm clearing the AIDS out of my throat. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay, so it talks about the history. Richard Gere, who's not gay in particular, of engaging in it, blah, blah, blah. It works like this. Okay, hold a gerbil in your left hand. 
Using pliers with your right hand, rip off the gerbil's lower jaw. Oh my god! Ah, with the blunt side. Why can't you just like alligator him, like clamp his like, with the, the blunt side of the pliers? Yeah, knock out the teeth in its upper jaw. Whew. Pull all of its four legs off. Leave the tail set aside. Take a paper towel roll, grease it up, and insert it into your rectum. Tie a string to the gerbil's tail. This is just dark. Nudge the nudge the gerbil into the outside end of the paper towel roll. If for no other reason than that, get away from the person who knocked its teeth out. The gerbil leglessly scampers up the wet paper towel roll. Here's oh, the thing. Oh, so you, so you're, the insertion is through the paper towel. It's like a yeah, funnel. As I'm reading this, I'm it's like, like pausing. I'm like, Look, what? I've, Here's heard, the thing. I've heard that method using what? a paper towel. Yeah, but if before. your butthole is loose enough oh, shit, that more. a paper towel would stay, would it re- maintain its rigidity when you put it in your ass, then your butthole's got some problems already, right? Like a paper towel roll is not all that rigid. It's not. But I think you freeze that as well. Don't you wet the paper towel roll? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's more. And then freeze that? There's more. Sorry. the eights excuse me yeah okay when the gerbil drops into the anal cavity remove the wet paper towel roll leaving the string you've tied around the the gerbil's tail hanging out of your ass so it's basically a tampon at this point the gerbil now trapped inside your anal cavity thrashes around desperate for air who wrote this anyway uh, Maya Angelou it is this thrashing that provides pleasurable sensations once the gerbil is dead remove it by pulling the string comma repeat man that's a lot so a it's a lot on. first of all it's a lot of work second of all you, you want the gerbil to die i thought the <sighs> goal dark, was to, I love to animals, get it man. where the yeah i'm animals. not willing to kill an animal just so there's I more i don't even want to read like this that. shit like if you want to no go ahead fire away justin um hold on. fire away okay actually they're myth busting it Inserting a wet paper towel roll into your ass is simply not possible, as anyone who has ever said. put anything Here's in the their thing. ass That's can what we tell said, you. Yeah. If, okay. uh, if, ooh, never mind. I, I'm going to say my method was probably right, dude. You <laughs> freeze it, it? Yeah, you freeze it, you put it inside a balloon, you grease it up, you grease up the outside of the balloon, and then you stuff the balloon inside your asshole, and then the gerbil comes alive and crawls out. What, I, if, what if you just showed it a really scary movie trash. and it got super scared and frozen like I've, that I've way. got a better solution to all this. It's easy, dude. Rhodesian, Rhodesian booty call. Right? You take a condom. Where's my yeah. stuff? Oh, shit. Yeah. You get your cell phone. You put it on vibrate. You take it and you stuff it in your ass. And then I say, has anyone seen my cell phone? Can you call it? Can you call And you guys just... Yeah. And I just... I, I, I think I hear it. Keep calling. And I just have Dan... Over and over, uh, call me and give me a Rhodesian booty call. And what's this called? No. Rhodesian booty call. Yeah, me and my friends actually made it up one time uh, in Iraq or whatever. How? Here's the thing. The phones are too big right now. If it was That's a Razor. A Nokia, maybe. No, look, this phone. A Razor phone. What is brother, that? Brother, you can do anything you put your mind to. That's too thick. That's four inches right there, so the diameter. That's a fist. Of, You've never. That's an, that's, an, that's an actual fist. You've never fisted somebody. Come on. I've never fisted my own ass, Justin. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Have you fisted someone else? No. I've had more than four fingers in someone before, but I never got to the knuckle. One time I told my buddy that, that I fisted somebody, and to my shock, right, I thought this motherfucker would be like, oh my God, do you really? But instead, he's like, whoa, what kind of fisting are we talking about? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, there's two kinds of fisting. Was it like this kind of fisting? Claw, or was it like yeah. this kind of fisting? And I'm like, God damn it. You're right there, Mr. Damon. It's, it, it was like this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine no, was like no. that too, and it didn't get down past that last knuckle, so I don't really consider that fisting. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it also helps when, when they're like not breathing. Or yeah, well, of course, yeah, uh, yeah. obviously. 
Obviously, and that's, yeah, stop looking that's me in the eyes, much. Alec. That is your preferred method. It is, yeah. By the way, necrophilia for sure. Yeah, I can see you really blasting a dead body. At some point in your life, I think I think the normal shit is going to subside for you, and you're going to be wanting to blast open a dead body. I don't know. They can't really scream for help. Yeah. So you ever have sex? You ever have sex with girls, and you're like, all right, like just lay there, lay there, starfish. Okay, close your eyes. All right, hold your breath and be like, don't let your chest move up and down. Like just just stiffen all your muscles. Act like you're dead. And they're like, wait, what? So that was the first time when we were out in San Antonio, and that girl told that starfish story. That's the first time I had heard it. Oh God, yeah. Okay, so we been... and I'll tell this story. She she's hilarious, dude. Actually, she said she only fucks starfish. Well, she'll lay there dead for seven minutes, and then the last two minutes she'll fuck the shit at, out of them at seven and minutes and she, two seconds, and that's how she gets off. Where the, well, like the, she'll let the people she's fuck, got a whole fuck her as hard as they can. She, her philosophy is that uh, what you do is you set the bar low. So it's kind of like you have a kid. She explained it like you have a kid who's always getting D's and F's. And then you have them bring their grades up at the end of the year. And when they get a C, the parents are like, I'm so proud of you. Right? So she said that example. And she said, it's the same thing with sex. For seven minutes, you make them bust their fucking ass. And you make them work. And then out of nowhere, when you've been conserving all their energy, two minutes, it's a sprint, not a marathon. Right? And then you just go really fast. And their expectations went from she just starfishes and sucks to that was the best sex I've ever had. And now it's just... Big joke. Uh, Mariana is her name. I will fucking call you out. What's yeah, up? what up, girl? She's on my Instagram. Have you guys go to my Instagram? And, Have you and had check? sex with her? No. Okay. Because it, it seems like she had, had nah. sex with a lot of people there nah, at that bar that night. Nah. Uh, there was three people who said the same starfish. They were like, oh, yeah, that happened to me with her. The starfish story. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're just fucking around. It's just a Oh, that fun. wasn't true. I thought, I thought a bunch of dudes had, had boned her. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> Everyone's boner. Go, <laughs> go to her Instagram. Comment. Do you just starfish? No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that seemed to be her jam. Nah, she's. It's like been, become like a joke in her group. We just talk about like the starfish, the starfish. And the other day in the group chat, uh, somebody just posted uh, an image of a starfish, right? And people are like, "LOL," and they're tagging her. And I was like, "I'm gonna take it a step further." Went to her Instagram, took a screenshot of her head, stuck it on the starfish, did the little photo edit I was talking about. Last time where I took yeah. a porn star giving head and I photoshopped her mouth sucking dick and then I meshed it perfect on the, her face and then I meshed two cocks in her hands and then I threw it in the group chat and like there's like 17 of us and I got like one or two likes. Like it didn't even phase anybody. Everyone just kept scrolling. I'm like, okay. Patrick okay. from uh, SpongeBob, I believe, is a starfish. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, would you fuck? A, like if that were, that's an... Uh, a and, cartoon character? Well, yeah. If it was a... Like if... Because to me, uh, that version of a starfish looks a lot more fuckable than an actual one that you see on the ground or in the water. Right. Because it's all rigid and, and wet. Yeah. Alec, yeah. God damn it, dude. I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, I feel like he looks really like spongy and smushy and shit, which is what you want something you're fucking to be, presumably. I'd, gi- I'd give it a go. There was a, there was a thing that I did at, at a couple Comic-Cons. Um, where everybody was there to fuck one of the characters, and I, I, I didn't know what that was. So Ariel, who was a Little Mermaid, yeah, yeah, big time. Everybody wanted to fuck this girl at a comic con, and it was and it was simply to have sex with Ariel, but in costume. So mm-hmm. they wanted to do it in costume. But how do you character. do that? Is there a fish vagina somewhere that you're gonna fuck? No, it's like a skirt that kind of opens up, and uh, you know, 
You do that whole thing. <laughs> I got it. But all of the characters get together, and then they want to fuck each other, and it, it becomes like so they're a, almost like furries. Then at it, that point, yeah, it's like it's like role play. So you know, you're fucking your favorite characters and all this other shit. The problem with it is, is a lot of these costumes are old or they're handmade and they stink. Because once you start moving around in that much leather yeah, and yeah. or sequins. Uh, and once that sweat hits, it really fucking stinks. Dude, do you remember, uh, so kind of on this topic, at least my ADHD brain takes it there. You remember those fucking little toys that like, they used to have water inside them, like at SeaWorld and you just keep like moving them and they just keep yeah. going in a circle full yep. of fluid. So do you fuck I one feel, of those? Dude, those are the original flashlights. Yes. Like, you know how people always say stuff like, if you remember this, you had a great childhood. One time I legitimately oh, made man. a meme of that and I put it on the internet uh, my na- this is a, a true story, right? And I've told him about this, and he cracks up. And so, uh, anyway, I was probably 12, 13, and I went over to their house, and they're like, look what we got at SeaWorld, and I just kept playing. I was, like, infatuated with this thing, right? Yeah. And so I'm playing with it, and then I'm thinking to myself, like, well, shit, like, I'm a kid. What if I could stick my dick in this? So I took it home yes. without even telling him. Yep. And so I'm banging it, right, in my room, and it ends up fucking popping, and boom, all over the floor, like, there's glitter and plastic fucking dolphins everywhere, because it's from SeaWorld, and I remember it very vividly, I was like, oh my, how, the fu- how do you explain this one, like, I was sorry, I popped the toy in my room, like, what were you doing, sweetie, I was just fucking touching it, not banging it at all, mom, like, so, <laughs> I'll tell so, you what I wasn't doing, yeah. and that's having sex so, with it, <laughs> when I graduated, I told him that story, and he started, I was like, hey man, I have something to confess, like, I've never stolen anything, but uh, do you remember those toys, you know? And then he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, do you remember your parents bought you one for SeaWorld? He's like, actually, no, I don't. Like, why would I ever remember that fucking petty object? And I'll be like, because I fucking had sex with it. That's why I got down. <laughs> and so uh, when I graduated college, he's like, what's your address, man? I was living in California and um, I graduated from Cal State Long Beach. He sends me a graduation present and I open it and it's a real fucking uh, pocket pussy. And I was like, like, you've graduated to real pocket pussies now. And he's like, you know why I'm sending you this? Enjoy. And I'm like, thanks, Rick. That's, That's a good friend. Really thoughtful. That's amazing. Yeah. I, we look, we were supposed to have a special guest a couple of days ago. Yep. Uh, fly in. It was going to be a porn star. It was actually your favorite porn yeah. star. Yes. And yeah. you yeah. actually owned. Yeah. I own one, one pocket pussy. And, and it's hers, pussy. right? Yep. Yeah. It's Adriana Chechich. Yes. Chechik. Um, yeah. Chechik. Don't ever fuck up her name again, dude. I love her. So no, much. I know you do. I know you do. What what year do you start getting into pocket pussies? Like, when is that for you? Um, yeah, but you start putting your dick in stuff immediately when you're a young boy, right? Like, I, I, I never put my dick inside of something. So, for me, I remember very vividly. Like, I just had a flashback when we were having this conversation. And I think I was, like, 14. And I just woke up with a rager one day. And it happened to be situated between folds of my blanket in some kind of magical way. And I fucked it. Yeah. And came everywhere and it was amazing. Right. And I've been trying to replicate that for 20 goddamn years. It's now. like lost. You can never Dude, go back I can to the never, islands. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's like one of the great tragedies of my life that I've never, because to be honest, if, if I had been able to replicate that on a daily basis, I may not even know any of you. I may just be living with that blanket somewhere. Oh yeah, like I, not I even see. in a house. Just yeah. me in the blanket somewhere, wherever the fuck it is. And civilizations of mankind are yeah. just lost in that blanket, dude. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, trillions, like, trillions of young potential dance somewhere that's stuck together in a garbage heap and just at the bottom. It's actually it's a teepee right now. I think you should have framed it, got it shadow boxed, shadow boxed, and put it on the wall next to your Mickey Mantle jersey. You ever see that? Uh, just with the stains. That Reddit, <laughs> that Reddit thread about the dude that just comes in a box every day for like a year yeah. or some shit. Yeah. What? Oh yeah. 
It's what the fuck disgusting. is that? Yeah. Somebody he, showed it to me. They're like, "Hey, brother." He pounded off into a box for like a straight year. Yeah. And, and how old was he? There's like there's like mold and shit on the cum. He's, there's progression pictures and yeah. like it gets worse and and you're like, "Why?" And then he lit it on fire apparently at the very end. And then there's a picture of it all burnt with cum in it. Oh god. No clue why you would do that. Have one. you was... ever smelled burning cum before? Cuz I can't imagine it smells very good. No, and why why so what made him want to jack off into a box and then film it? I don't know. What makes you want to fucking bang a SeaWorld toy when you're fucking 13. Well, that's the thing. Was being, the kid thir- was, being was the guy 13? 13. Yeah. 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 If you were 13, I get <laughs> Touché. it. Touché. But but how old Touché. was this dude? Was there any uh, like a face shot of him? Uh, I don't know. Dan can look it up though if he wants. What happens computer. to that much cum? Is it just dry? Um I wouldn't know more than just like the one load that you accidentally pass out with on top of you and you wake up and it's all sticky. Yeah. And it doesn't make swell with water. But into a There's someone box, listening to this. Into it's a like, box oh. every day for a year. Like, does it get higher? Or does it just kind of, you know, is it like glue? I don't know, man. Yeah, man, that's creepy. Yeah, Reddit is, I, I, for me personally, I think Reddit's the bottom, right? Or maybe 4chan. It's between the two now. I, I would say 4chan is hell, right? And then just above it is Reddit. And then Twitter is right above that. I mean, who even would fucking do that? Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, I'm trying to find yeah. pictures right God now. God damn it. Obviously, we're not going to put these pictures on YouTube. But <laughs> somebody, nah, said, we could. somebody said, I might need that come later. You never know in one of the comments. Oh, yeah. God. Well, Reddit's you never know. Out. Honestly, I save mine in two liter soda bottles. And I don't drink soda, so it's irritating. Like, I have to buy the shit and then dump it the fuck dump out. It out yeah, and then, and then come it. into that little narrow. Look, I've been petitioning Coke for years. Please make a soda bottle that has a wider fucking opening so I don't have to fucking press the thing down on my dick to get the cum inside. Yeah. I want my whole dick to fit in there. And wow. I sent them measurements. I sent them pictures. I've gotten no response. No response from Coca-Cola It's been 15 factory. fucking years now. Well, look, you, if you dream it, you can achieve it. I am it, a so. veteran of the United States Army. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like I deserve a wider mouth Coke bottle that I can come into on a regular basis. I don't see what the problem Try is. Try out Snapple. I think they own Snapple now. Do they? Yeah. There we go. You put Compromise. Your dick in a yeah, bottle. but it's glass. And I would be worried about walking around with glass bottles full that, of cum. That really ups the Because if, if you drop it, and then it's just like, there's oh, going to be some no. splashback. How yeah. do you clean that? You got to clean it. Oh, you just have to die. You have to kill yourself if that it, happens. It ups the danger element, yeah. though, and that's what I like. I would uh, kill myself next to it. So whoever finds <laughs> me would be like, oh my God, he's dead. What the fuck? Just, <laughs> just a, bottle a, a cum. peach Snapple. Yeah, filled yeah. with all And then I'd write something fucking like. There's a Snapple fact in the top, and it says something about cum. And it says, uh, fun fact, a guy died while, while <laughs> yeah. fucking this. Don't store your cum in a glass bottle. That's what it says. <laughs> what you wonder. know where you can't store your cum? On a ghostbed.com from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. That's a, that's a great segue, isn't it? It is, yeah. That's great. Um, you can fuck anything on a ghost bed. Uh, you can, can you fuck an actual ghost on a ghost bed? If you can get a hold of Bobby one, Brown yeah. did. Uh, well... <laughs> You know, in his book, he said he, he got raped by yes. a ghost. No. Bobby Brown did, yeah. No. Yeah, the singer. That's no. Justin. No. That's, you can look that up. We're not saying it happened. All we're saying is he said it. You read off a full story about a gerbil getting its teeth knocked out with oh, a flashlight. Like, I felt bad. I actually like, like, I like gerbils. I tend, I tend to not like killing mine when I stuff them in my ass. You know? Yeah, that's why I came up with that whole story about, uh, about the fucking rebreather and scuba gear. But I got to tell you, the one good thing about 
Well, there's a lot of good things, but one of the best things about Ghostbed right now is if you buy, you get the free mattress protector. Yeah. And if you're going to be stuffing gerbils up your ass, I recommend getting a good mattress protector because your rectal integrity is at an all-time low yep. right after that happens. And it's a lot of lube, and uh, let's say that thing is still alive. It's real slippery. That's that a race so out of that bed, my man. Yes. And uh, <laughs> you're going to need that cover on all four corners of the yes. bed. Yep. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. You get a free cover. When you get a mattress, if you're military or first responder, 15% off forever. Just go to the bottom of the page. Boom. Get yourself a mattress. 36 months. Pay as you go. No interest program. They also don't discriminate against gerbils at uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Jesus fucking Christ, What? Dude. They don't discriminate against gerbils. No, they don't. I'm, just, I'm, reading, <laughs> I'm reading the original... Uh, one of the original posts from this guy who jerked off into that box, and it is horrifying. Finish the sponsors, and then we'll get to it. Ah, you got a beautiful segue there. <laughs> Next up, it's boxofawesome.com. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, I will say this. If you go to boxofawesome.com, and it's, it's bespoke post, so it's nice, right? You're not going to get a box of cum off of Reddit. I can no. promise you that. Uh, I was incorrect last time about it being fifty dollars. It's forty five bucks. Mm. All you do is you fill out what what is it? Five questions about yourself. I think it's five. Yeah, it's fucking rad. And it's the nicest shit on the planet. I got the dop kit. I got the travel bag. It obviously says to to me like, hey man, you're gonna be not near your house anytime soon. Yeah. So you got to get this shit. You got the cast iron skillet and the uh, whiskey decanter. Yeah. And the whiskey decanter. Yep. It's amazing, dude. It's it's for guys that give a damn in this world. Go to boxofawesome.com. If you want to jack off into the box afterwards, I don't think there's anything they can do to stop you. They can't. They can't. However, if you type in the promo code Drinking Bros at boxofawesome.com, you get 20% off your first box. Uh, You can get a whole year shipment. And then they just like, it's like Christmas showing up once a month at your house of like the nicest dude shit on the planet. Uh, Boxofawesome.com is fucking rad, man. Every month it just keeps showing up. And I'm like, Rad, what is this? Uh, promo code Drinking Bros, 20% off your first box. Do it now. Justin, I'd like to see you get a box of cum. Uh, I mean, I can make one and give it to you. <laughs> Bring it on the show. Be, let's, uh, I don't know who would watch that one. Feliz cumpleaños. Yeah. Huh? Let's, uh, let's see. Go to, go to uh, blackriflecoffee.com. Yeah. Check them out and go buy Matt's book too. Yes. Thank you for my service. Yeah. Uh, dot com is, is where you can get a signed copy from Matt. That is coming in hot, July 15th. Yep. So you have until July 15th to get a signed copy from Matt. Go to thankyouformyservice.com or you can pre-order off of Amazon. Yep. Uh, that shits will be shipped uh, to you. All you're going to do is put in your, your uh, redemption code yep. on thankyouformyservice.com. But uh, yeah, look, we said that he was going to sign all of them and the publisher was like, whoa, let's back up the the truck on this let's bump the brakes a little bit yeah they cut like we, we were trying to go until like all the way up to august all the way like, to, like, to the release to, date next which month. is like the third week of august basically they were like no that's not possible yeah it's next month which they're right that's not possible so we had to cut it off at some point so it's now well it's well they did it i will say that matt was game yeah matt was like yo fuck it i'll i'll sign all these i don't yeah. give a shit penguin was the one that cut it off and they were like yo we actually have to ship these asshole uh, so yeah. go to thankyouformyservice.com. Buy that book is funny as shit, dude. You're going to be seeing uh, Matt popping up a lot. Yeah, he's going to be on some major, 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 radio, major shows. television, and podcasts yeah. over the next month and a half or so. Um, you'll, you'll also see a lot of uh, influencers in the veteran space. 
on the internet. Dude, the book is fucking hilarious, there. man. It, it's it, it's going to shock the world, I think. So we're super psyched yep. about that. And uh, last but not least, we got buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros. Some of the best headphones in the biz. Yep. Um, look, we got them on our set right here. Jamie, cut to a wide. If you're not subscribed to our show on uh, YouTube, we got these, these guys right here. Um, everybody was wearing these fucking things. We tried to make a deal. This is a true story with uh, Beats by Dr. Dre. And we were, we were shut down. We're trying to get such, some cheaper headphones for people. This is one of the, those items that's like the highest marked up item in the world. That and sunglasses. And well, I mean, diamonds are like a 3,000% markup typically. Too. Yeah, but they're forever. Um, <laughs> oh, so, man. Uh, hi Bloody. Uh, so we, we, but we hit up them and they were like, hey, man, we'll, we'll do it for drinking bros. So we have our own URL. It's buyraycon.com, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com forward slash drinking bros. And uh, you can get your headphones Get wet, get hard, and loose. And these things are loud as shit. The batteries last a very like longer than any other pair of views. Yes, I've, I've used AirPods, I've used Beats, and the, these the battery is the best part. Longest of lasting, and it's wireless. You just pop them in a box. Yep. They recharge for you. You're good to go. Five <laughs> hours later, and uh, buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros is where you get the deal. Shit's like fifty bucks, man. Yeah, for, it's not bad for uh, headphones, and they're they're fantastic. You know what's not fantastic is come in a box. Oh, God, so it's awful. Here, this is, this is uh, Facts. The, the Reddit user. There's no way you're continuing with his this name, story. His name is called, his name is Evil, but it's uh, six E's and Evil. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so this evil. is. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so, man. All right, this is what he said. Uh, somebody asked him a question. He's like, well, it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a shoebox, or at least once was. And whenever I masturbate, I come into it. Right. I've had it for two to three years now, I think. So it has a fair amount of cum. It smells atrocious, and I tried to burn it once. When I lit it on fire, it was too damp due to the cum, that it simpl- so it simply sizzled and didn't manage to actually oh. light up. <laughs> yeah. I can smell it. Yes. And he says, turns out burning cum smells awful, so I had to spray it with deodorant body spray. Axe body spray, basically. <laughs> he sprayed on his fiery cum. His cum box. Jesus Christ. Just to get the old smell of burnt cum away. It also has some drenched papers stuck to it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Drenched papers. Will we get an age on this guy? No. There's not a whole lot of information Height, about him. Uh, he... he uh, Let's see. No. I, oh, no. No, he... So, Linfect, L-Y-N-F-E-C-T is the actual Reddit user's name. So okay. you can He has an imager account where you can go look at the pictures of this shit if you want. Really? Yes. For a whole if fucking you, year. If you sit... Well, it's like two to three years is what he said. Oh, he did this for two to three years straight? Yes. That's disgusting. Yikes. And then he tried to set it on fire. Why wouldn't you just throw it in a garbage can? I think it's one of those things, if you love it, you let it go, and if it comes back to you... Ah, I see what you did there. Yep. And I think that's what that did his you expect was. the shoebox to walk back into his life? No, I, 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 I would have thought the cum would have rejected the flames altogether. Yeah, w- really? Yep. Like no burning, no, uh, burning around the, the, the outside of the box. But once it penetrated yeah. inside, nope, nowhere to go, Holmes. Hmm. Interesting. Well, let's imagine move. how many children died it's in pretty, that. Uh, yeah, I mean, look. Let me ask, let me ask you, Justin. What do you, what do you do? Like we were just talking about this Raycon headphones. What do you what do you put into your ears? Can you put anything into your ears? Because uh, you've had you got you, look a lot of people who don't know you. You're an MMA fighter. Yeah. Um, how long have you been wrestling? When did you start getting cauliflower ears? Um, honestly, a couple months after I started training. No shit. Yeah. So 
What do you do? Do you, do you say, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to stop or I just, I'm going to keep going? That's the issue. To be honest, I mean, your ears explode pretty much. I remember exactly what I was doing when this one happened. Uh, not so much my left. My left was more of a buildup, but I was going with a guy named Chris Kyle. He's training for his pro debut or second pro fight, and I was a straight amateur. Didn't know a lot, but I would just hunt like single legs and try and take people down. And so I remember the coach saying like, you know, I had a single leg and the coach is saying like, hit him in the ear, hit him in the ear. And he started hitting me, hitting me. And I heard boom, like, you know, some, what, what is that? And my ear just exploded. I'm like, holy shit. Take him down. Uh, I got like a, a submission and then they're like back on your feet. And I'm like, oh dude, hold on. But I was in the Marine Corps, dude. Right. And in the Marine right. Corps, uh, I don't know what the fuck they do to you in there, but in your mind, like if you're not dead, you're, you're yeah. training or you're fighting, you're just, you're a fucking nut at the time. Right. Now I'm 33 and now if something hurts, I'm like, hey, I'm going to take a couple days. Mm, but yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, my ear was exploded inside out. And what I would do is I would, uh, I found, you know, Navy corpsman to give me a bunch of syringes. Uh, and I would just knock on random, I would go to the people's doors because it has their rank and it would be like HM3 or HM2 or, you know, it would have a rank. And I would just knock on their door like when I'd get back from training at like 11 p.m. at night because, you know, I had to drive like an hour and some change. And I'd knock on the door and be like, hey, are you a doc? Yeah, I need you to drain my ear. And they'd be like, first of all, who are you? Second of all, let's do this, right? <laughs> and they would always drain my ear. And I remember one time it was inside out. And this random doc, I didn't even know who he was, fucking stuck a needle in my ear. And I heard boom. And it shot all over him. Like it shot all over him. Because I couldn't sleep, man. I heard the, you know, the heartbeat in my ear. And, uh, is dude, it blood? What, yeah. what, what's in it's like it? blood and pus and, okay. and it squirted all over him. And the first thing he did was he looked at me. He's like, do you have AIDS? I was like, no. He's like, cool. Swear to God. That's the picture of calm, by the way. Yeah. Box yeah. Anyway. Um, so what do I use for my ears? They have to cover my ears, whatever it is, you know, and it works out. It's yeah. worth it to me. But how do you listen to headphones and shit? Like, uh, I just put- use like the big, the big oh, ones that gotcha, go around gotcha. your ears. Yeah. The ones that, uh, get stuck in my ears. They, they don't really work. So you got to get those big padded ones and you just stuff them on. It sucks when you cut weight because you get them all wet and stuff. But How is it we haven't figured out how to fix this yet? Yeah. I, cause I, it's just cartilage. Well, here, here's the thing. Like, dude, again, like being a bouncer at a bar, whenever somebody like you rolled in, I was like, all right, cool. I'm not fucking with this guy. Like, no matter what goes down, because you yeah. know now, and it's almost like a badge of honor where it turns, it turned. What's, once UFC got huge, like... Cauliflower, like now you see it so much because everybody's training and doing different shit, right? Yeah. Um, that you see it so much, but it's like, oh, that's a bad fucking dude if he's got that. That's not something you get just, you know, sleeping with, with your hair wet. I mean, I'm Hispanic, dude. My mom would beat the shit out of me. No, she never did. Actually. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, dude, I don't know. When I see people with the ears, it doesn't really mean anything because I've had guys beat the shit out of me without them and vice versa, right? When I didn't have them, I, so, I mean, I don't really look too far into it. One of the things that it does do though, because I'll be real here. Like I might've said I'm five, six on Tinder, my driver's license, whatever the fuck, or tell people to this day that aren't listening to this podcast. I'm five, six motherfucker. But anyway, yeah. uh, I tell everyone I'm five, six, I'm five, five. I'm a small dude. I get it, bro. I train my ass off. Um, and sometimes what it does is people walk up to me and I could tell what they're thinking. They're like bigger dudes and they're like, well, I sense a challenge, but he's a small dude. So let me fuck with this guy. And they'll be like, you think you could fight, bro? And I've had people offer me like um, cross street from the house. A guy offered me a, a hundred dollars to fight. It was like three months ago. Yeah. Really? And I showed yeah. up to work and he's like, I was getting dropped off for the night and I live across street from a bar. So I know the bouncers. He calls me over and then some random dude. Uh, he's from 
I don't know. He kept saying mate, so fucking UK maybe, right? And he starts saying, uh, you think you could fight, mate? And I'm like, ah, bro, I'm just chilling, dude, like super chill. And then he's like, 100 bucks, 100 bucks to fight me right now. And I'm like, yes, yes, okay. And he's like, 200, would you do it for 200, mate? And I'm like, yeah, dude, let's fucking do it. <laughs> and I'm not like, why are you offering out? me more money? I would have yeah. done it yeah, for 100. Yeah, I, like, like, I would have done like, it for. <laughs> bro, I've been knocked out for hundreds of dollars in front, of, in front of my friends and family, right? And I did that for like honor and shit. And then you got some scrub dude, like trying to give me 200 bucks. And I'm not going to sit here and be a cocky dude. I'm not the fucking baddest dude on the, pra- on the planet. But I am a fucking professional MMA fighter. And I am a black belt in jiu-jitsu, right? So in my mind, I'm like, yes, this is going to be the easiest $200. And then uh, I said, cool, let's just step to the sidewalk so we're not on, on the bar premise. And he's like, uh, nah, mate, fucking right here, right now. I'm like, dude, let's, let's not get stupid. Like, let's just step right there. It's a couple feet. And then he tries to take his shirt off. And his shirt got stuck on his neck, right? He's taking yes. his shirt off. And, dude. If you're going to take your shirt off yeah, before dude. a fight, you really need yes. it to go well. And you need well. space. And you need space, bro. Yeah. You're like, you, I, need, you need that part of the fight to go well. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do it, but it crossed my mind. I'm not about to assault some fucking scumbag for like him offering me. Like, I'm going to go to jail. $200 is worth nothing now. And lawyer fees and my fucking criminal record and all this stupid shit, right? But God damn it. Did I want... Like, it just went through my head. It would have been such a beautiful thing. You want to go ahead, you know, wham, wouldn't it be knock cool, them the fuck out. Wouldn't it be cool if there was some kind of ju- judiciary panel that was available digitally yeah. at all times? Like an app on your phone. You could be like, hey, look, this guy's being a piece of shit. And you just show them the evidence of him being a piece of shit. Can I whoop his ass right now without any repercussion? And they're like, yeah, fine, do it. It's like the Judge Dredd panel is like, I am the law. And you just beat the fuck out of that guy for being a dickhole. Well, here's the thing. So we, we've been in lawsuits, our fair share of lawsuits, oh, yeah. right? Uh, the last one recently, I, I just told the lawyer, I was like, look, man, there's, there's like, I don't know, four or five of them. Yeah. And I was like, let's just take, because you, you can, by certain state laws, mm. challenge people in a, in a controlled environment and just say, hey, let's just go to the fucking parking lot and then end this over whatever dollar amount you agree on. Yeah. Uh, state was Alabama. My lawyer's like, I can't pitch that. And I was like, why not? Abortions, bro. What? Why the fuck can't we pitch? It? Yeah, and he's just like, well, you know, if, if a judge, nobody does that anymore. And I was like, uh, if a judge decides that that's too aggressive, they could levy sanctions or whatever. And I was like, why not, man? People are fucking yeah. pussies anymore. Yeah. So like, why not? Yeah. Just go to the fucking streets, settle it, and then I was like, look, I, I can show you, show them my bank account. Yeah. So let's just just grab four of them. Let's just figure the figure it the fuck out, and then you walk away like gentlemen, like in your fucking situation. Yeah, right. When you that, that guy challenged you outside the bar. Yeah, he didn't do it. He, what he ended up doing was saying, "You know what? You're not scared of anything." And he puts his hand on. He goes, "Fuck, mate, you're not scared." And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, "You're a bit like the rest of your life. Hopefully, before you die, like I doubt it. It wasn't very big to him, and he was drunk. But hopefully, that passes through his mind right before he dies, and he's like, "I'm a fucking pussy," and he just dies. Right That's there. a problem. Back in the day, if you talk shit like that, somebody would go upside your head. Now, yeah. now it's problematic for legal reasons so the alternative that we found throughout the 90s and early 2000s was we would just talk shit to these people and call them losers now you can't even call a loser a loser without somebody like bitching about it yeah man so what's your like what's the recourse now for somebody that's being a fucking dickhole in public and how do they learn not to be like that these people probably didn't have strong male role models in their lives when they were younger that's why they're so insecure and shit because only to learn bro yeah i've got mass dude there's nothing like there's Same, nothing I, wrong everybody who's been in fights gets their ass beat. I've yes. got my ass kicked. Like, it happens. Yeah. You know what you do? Like, I certainly hope so. Bro, a fucking dude knocked me out in 47 seconds in one of my fights, right? And I was so down. And like a month later, I'm washing my hands in a restroom, and I turn around, 
and we're like, oh shit, we're face to face, right? That was my first time having to deal with this. A lot of fighters have uh, way more experience than I do, and they've probably dealt with this, you know, way more than I have. But this was my first experience. Um, so I was 12, he was nine, I was vulnerable. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I turn around and I see him, and I'm like, oh shit, what's up, dude? And I, I put my hand out, and he puts his hand out, and he's like, how you been, man? Shake his hand. I'm like, I'm good. Hey, you come here often? Like, fucking around. We're in a restroom. You know what yeah. I mean? He goes, I, I try not to, brother. You know, we start laughing. He's like, hey, man, I hope all is well. And we fucking walked by. And I was with my coach, right? And my coach looks at me, and he's like, my man. Right? Like, he's like, I'm proud of you, dude. And I'm like, what do you mean? And you don't realize that in that, that little small 30-second exchange, there was growth. Right? Like, fighting teaches you shit, dude. It teaches you that you're not the fucking baddest dude on the planet. Like, if you're so fucking bad challenging me for $200 because you think you're so tough, right. first of all, you outweighed me by, like, 100 pounds, which isn't hard, right? Second of all, uh, if you're so fucking good at fighting, why aren't you in the UFC, cocksucker? You're so fucking tough, and you scream, and you yell all this. Like, like this is a bitter spot for me, right? Like, I'm, I'm a chill dude for the most part. I won't really fight anybody if I don't have to. But these little things, you see people scream at bars. I keep it to myself, but, but I am bitter, right? Because to claim the title of fucking black belt in jiu-jitsu and professional fighter, I've been dropped so many fucking times in training, dude. Like, I fucking, if you look up my nostrils right now, like, one, one is big, one is small. Like, <laughs> that's permanent damage to my fucking nose, right? And all these things just so I can be comfortable, you know, being a martial artist and being like, I fucking practice. And then you got some douchebag screaming and I'm just hoping to God, I'm like, you just need to learn a lesson. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's walking across the street and a fucking car running you over and mangling your body and you being humbled by realizing that you're a fucking human and you almost died. (laughs) And I guarantee you in two weeks, you're not going to be at the bar. Like what's up fucking cocksucker, five foot five guy. You think you can fight me for 200 bucks? Guaranteed. You're going to be like, life is hard, brother. (laughs) Right. They just haven't learned those lessons. And, uh, that to me is like, I don't know. Martial arts to me is, is the most, uh, honest form of, of expression, right? Fighting in general, because martial arts, art is a form of expression. Like, what kind of human are you, right? Screaming does not win fights at all. I promise. Yeah. Unless, I, unless it's a scream fight. Yeah, scream fight. Yes. Which uh, is not a I'm thing. I'm a big I, fan of the, that German slap fighting that's been oh, going around shit. on the internet. That's that video I so fuck, that? yes. Boy. Hilarious. Uh, and I saw Logan Paul do it to yeah. somebody and, not, and knock them out. The yeah. That's I'm not something out. I don't think that you can train for. You're just one of those people that has an iron jaw or not, right? Yeah. Because like, you can train to slap harder, but you can't train to not get knocked out when your neck twists a certain way or your brain bangs against the side of your head. Yeah, there's, there's nothing you can really do about that, I don't right? think so. You, you, and you can answer more to this, but there's some people who have a glass jaw and some people don't. Like, I've been hit in the face a bunch of fucking times, right? And I feel like I can take it to a certain extent. I feel like there's other guys who are, who are better, but then I've seen guys who are just a glass jaw who just go down. It was, this, um. it was a dude I went to school with, steroided out, you know, just fuck you, fuck the world. <laughs> Homeboy got knocked out. I, I, no lie, probably once, once every three weeks. Every time we went out, <laughs> yeah. he was the fir- he was the guy you were talking about. First guy to rip off his shirt. It was like, yeah, Damn. fuck you. And thinking I'm on steroids, but he couldn't fight. Yeah. yeah. But he got. I mean, he would have these brutal knockouts to where he was snoring like Wee Willie Winky yeah. running through the town. Where you're just like, oh, you were <laughs> you're out. It's the shots you don't see. To be honest, like if you don't see them, it could be a fucking tap, and your body's just not prepared to absorb that damage. Right, why, the same reason why people get knocked out in like T-bones and car wrecks or like I know we've all had these friends in high school fucking idiots but these people did you hear so and so knocked out so and so and they would intimidate people by blindsiding other like males right 
And they would always just walk up when they're talking at a party and smack them. And they'd be like, did you hear? And so-and-so knocked out so-and-so. And they'd get like intimidation from doing that. But dude, right. in reality, if you blindside, like anyone in this room can knock someone out. You know, it would be like, hey, go fucking punch that woman waiting for the bus. Blindside, see what happens. She's not going to like, I don't got no glass jaw, bitch. Like, you know? Yeah, I remember Dan punching a pregnant woman a few weeks I back. See. She was trying to park in that space. Yep. Uh, Dan got so she was about third trimester. Dan got out, knocked her out, and then punched uh, punched the baby uh, while she was down. She delivered the baby after the first punch, <laughs> and when the baby came out, I just punched that motherfucker right in the face. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's my parking spot. I don't care what the sign says. One, I was two. there first. Yep. This is America. We call it a three piece combo, dude, in the biz. Um, when you hit a pregnant lady, yeah, and then the and then you knock out the baby afterwards because then you have to fight her husband when he shows up. Weirdest that's thing about three it piece. is, uh, you know. Uh, Dan was was actually the name of the baby. Yeah, so she named the baby after. Dan. Well, I I have that th- about. I don't know if it's an ego thing or whatever. I don't think it is. I think I'm just a weirdo. But I try to name everyone around me Dan all the time. Yeah, have you noticed that? And that baby's name was Dan. What well, is now? Yeah, because <laughs> I established dominance over the mother. <laughs> you think the ba- the baby's embarrassed? For uh, getting knocked out. Oh, Probably, yeah. Because that, that, that video went like, viral. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that baby's like, man, I look like a bitch in that video. Veteran knocks out baby. <laughs> so you can just Google that. And, uh, baby's knocks. most embarrassing moment of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Dan had a to circuit and then cut the umbilical cord after. Yeah, I did. Well, I mean, t- if I wasn't going to punch a baby that was still attached to the mom, that's stupid. Yeah. So I got all that surgical shit done. Then I punched that baby in the face. I got to tell you. In 34, 35 years, when this bitch starts running for political office. Yep, the baby? The baby, not the mom. Uh, I would never refer to a woman as a bitch like that. The uh, baby obviously. was a male. He's a little bitch. Anyways, so when he runs for office at some point, I'm going to show up with this video. Be like, man, I whipped this baby's ass already. Yeah. Like, a, oh, immediately. The first thing he knew when he came out of the womb was me beating the shit out of him. So you're going to tell me he's going to run for president? Get the fuck out of here. No way. Yeah. Vote no, for I, I get it, and uh, we should probably post a photo of that baby up, um, just and just in is it, case. Is it Baker? You're thinking about uh, <laughs> it is Baker, yeah. Voting. As a matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> is he, he's in Australia killing shit. He's murdering defenseless animals right now. Yeah, yeah. What's your stance on that? I big, don't care. Big game hunting. Uh, I don't care. It's because people are indifferent with it, right? Because yeah. like, if you if you fucking murk a giraffe, how hard is that? Well, I mean, people hunt alligator. That's not hard. The way you hunt an alligator is you go to a swamp or wherever, wherever the fuck they are, and you there's I don't, I don't know what it's all called, and I may be fucking some of this up, but I've heard this firsthand from people. So you drive some kind of stake into the ground, and then there's a like a uh, what do you call it? A hook on the other end, but it's like four hooks, I think. Yeah. And you put raw chicken on it. When they bite down on it, it kind of clamps their mouth shut, and then overnight they fucking spin and spin and spin to try to get out of it and wear themselves out, and you just walk up in the morning and shoot them in the fucking head. That's it. To me, that's not really hunting. No, it's just, just kind of gathering. It's, you know, you're just <laughs> gathering a body at that point. If it's between hunting and gathering, I, I would say that's on the That's gathering. probably gathering. Because yeah. there, there was a story about that woman who killed the giraffe, and then she posed with the giraffe, and she was like, I, look, if you're trying to shame me, don't, because I ate the giraffe meat afterwards, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. All of it, bitch? Uh, that's a lot of meats. Can you imagine having people over for a house party okay. and you're like, "Oh wow, this sausage is amazing. Is this is this pork? Is that fennel? Is it, is no, it it's chicken? Uh, no, it's, it's rare African giraffe. It's giraffe. Oh, that man. that piece was actually from the neck. Oh God, I I'm I'm one of those people where I look at a giraffe and I'm like, I don't I don't get it. Why? Sh- like, if you're gonna hunt something, right? Yeah. 
because uh, I've gone out like deer hunting with Matt and, mm-hmm. and, and a lot like that's a tough thing where it's just like, all right, great. You got to get a perfect shot or a perfect angle or whatever. A giraffe just kind of moseying around. It's like, yeah, you could go up and take a fucking steak knife. to Yeah, it a giraffe is like instead of being at the bar all night, you show up at 2 a.m. and just pick a fat girl and walk away with her. Yeah. Instead of putting in the time and then failing downward to the fat girl, you start out with that. That's your fucking goal. Because what I'm looking, I'm looking at it now. A baker killed, it was a water buffalo? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I, is it that hard? Aren't they just kind of grazing I don't think Baker water? cares. He's a, he's a country boy from fucking southern Georgia or some shit. He likes the idea of big game hunting for its own sake. Do you eat it afterwards? Some of the stuff he does, yeah. He gets stuff shipped back from wherever he goes to. He does give me a lot of meat yeah, if you like, catch my Seriously. Well, yeah, well. No, he does. Uncle he, he's, he'll be like, hey, man, you want this? And I cook it, and it's good. Yeah, I had like fucking 20 pounds of... of elk and and deer in my fucking freezer because of him so look I'm not- there, there's nothing better than meat you know freshly killed yeah. meat um and that's true but there's certain animals that i look at and i'm like not because i'm a f- fucking peter or any of that bullshit obviously but uh you look at it and you're like man that's kind of the easiest kill in the world you know yeah i mean shit but if it tasted great i wouldn't really care to be honest like yeah. I'm not, I, I i we have we should treat animals ethically, but we also have to realize that science is the thing we're in a food chain. And if I feel like going out and murdering something that's not as smart as me to eat it, then that's how nature works. What about eating uh, dumb humans? No, because you get trichinosis and other bullshit from eating human beings. There's a lot of, and you, you like get prob. That's how mad cow happens with cows, feeding them cow stuff. If you had to eat one human, Theoretically, because we're not fucking sociopaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would it be? Rudy Reyes. And why? Woohoo. Rudy uh, Reyes. Absolutely Rudy Reyes. It's a great one. Because it's all, I know that there's. Uh, it's fast. It's, well. Yeah. Rudy Reyes. It's, yeah. it's all, it's all, there's two reasons. One, all meat, no fat, no bullshit. And two is he's <laughs> probably laced with something that's going to get me high as well. Yeah. So I'm into both of those things. When I Rudy's one of those accounts because he obviously he was on the show. He's a friend of ours. You can't always open his videos in public, and it's not because he does profane stuff. It's because he's often yelling at the top of his lungs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I feel bad about my life every time I open up Instagram in the morning. I can't look at his stuff because like, you're like, God, dude, I've, I'm a fat piece of shit. Yes. Just <laughs> sitting on the couch today. You're up at you know dusk or it's, dawn. It's between him and Jocko who gets up first usually. They I think. Compete. Yeah. Either way, but they're, wherever they go, they train where they are and live, where it's just like, all right, great, I'm on. He has these fucking, like, it's, it's sandbag weights that you can fill with sand or water that he just travels with. Yeah. It's, cra- it's crazy. Uh, God, I can't remember the name of the company. I would shout him out, but I can't remember the name of we it. We got to get him back on the show, man. That was one of the funnest shows we've ever done. I know. It's, he's we just missed great. him in North Carolina. He's, he's everywhere. I, he's one of those people where, uh, no lie, we were watching, my wife and I were watching uh, CBS like on a Sunday morning, yeah. And it was uh, he like just a, shows up. With- it, it, it was a wild. Uh, they were putting sea turtles like back into the wild. Yeah, it's uh, Force Blue. Program. Yeah, yes, that, that's, yes. That's so, his uh, company. Yeah, so For- Force Blue. They're doing like they have this. They made this synthetic algae compound that they're repairing coral reef with, and they're re-releasing animals back into the wild and shit. So Je- Jesse looks up and she goes, "Hey, hey, bro, uh, isn't that Rudy Reyes?" And I was like, yeah. and then you see this guy just holding up a giant sea turtle. What a badass. And the turtle, and the turtle like, probably weighed like 6,000 pounds. Oh, too. easily. And he's spinning it on his finger like a fucking basketball. Easily. And I was like, 
I, both of which is I just shrugged my shoulders. I don't know. I was like, yeah, that's 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 it's probably Rudy. it's Rudy. It's Rudy. One of uh one of my fights, uh probably like a year, I don't know, a year and a half, two and a half years ago, <clears throat> I was asking for sponsors, and on Facebook, dude, you know you could send money to people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Dude, fucking randomly sends me a Facebook message like, and we hadn't even been communicating, but he was a recon marine, right? I was discussing hyper, we're close, whatever. And one day he's like, hey, brother, good luck on your fight. And he just drops a couple hundred bucks. And I'm like, no, dude, I can't take that. He's like, no, you deserve it. You're working hard. You're a brother. Uh, Rudy did this? Yes, swear to God. No shit. Swear to God, dude. And I was like, dude, you don't have to do that. He's like, take it, brother. Like, I wish you the best, blah, blah, blah. Turn it around one day. And I'm like, holy fuck. And it's not that he bought me, right? It's the fact that he saw that I was progressing, right? And you don't get paid shit for fights when you're starting off, right? Yeah. it was, I don't know what fight it was, like eighth or ninth, whatever. He's that fucking just dude, fucking man. boom. And I'm like, I don't want to take. He's like, please do, brother. Yeah, he's and, that uh, he's fucking like, dude. If you ever get a man. chance, to yeah. check out Force Blue. But it wasn't like plug it. He's like, yeah. hey, bro, just nah. check him out, support him. He's always trying to uh, a, lift other people up. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's had, dead, like everybody else, particularly from our fucking line of work. He's had some issues, just like we all have. But uh, he's like one of the more positive dudes ever. Not just like positive, like Instagram models on Facebook. I mean, like like a pot, like this story right here. Like right. he actually does positive things and doesn't just write four paragraphs he, he and put a picture of his butthole he didn't tell on anybody. there. Yeah. He didn't put it on his social media. He never will. And I was like, Fuck with stuff a, like dude. that. So, uh, but look where he's at in life, dude. He's killing it. That shit's real, dude. Yeah, that shit's real. If you just fucking are constantly like, you know, pushing. It, it sounds generic. It sounds cliche, right? But that that shit's fucking real. That's what I'm on right now, right? Like mentally, you just continue. You personally? I I mean, like you just fucking lift people. <laughs> And when you hear people yeah. talking shit about someone, it's like, hey, I purposely withdraw from the scenario. I'm like, why? Like, this does nothing, right? Like, this doesn't benefit any of us, to be honest. So what I do is I fucking turn, turn my head and... Uh, my favorite or, thing to do is to make people feel uncomfortable when they're talking shit about other people. Like, they'll be so like, so-and-so did this. I'm like, oh, that didn't you do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I guess I did. I'm like, so shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Just- yeah, dude, when you call people out to, to their face... Uh, it's so funny when they all know that they shouldn't be doing it and yeah. you fucking confront someone, even if you're the only one, it's so funny. Like, uh, and again, fighting is a, is a form of expression. I'll, I'll explain something where I'm at with that here in a minute. Right. But, uh, what's funny is like, it's like a mob mentality. And if you just stand up to something, they cannot communicate to your face, right? A lot of these things. And so they start folding and the next person will fold and the mm-hmm. next will fold and they'll all change the conversation from, well, you know, I didn't really mean it. Yeah, yeah. And they all agree with each other because they know that they're like, they're facing someone in front of them, right? Sure. And uh, the reason why I'm saying this, and I'm, I'm relating a lot of shit to fighting because I'm still kind of writing that, that win, that wave, right? Whatever. Um, but the biggest thing that I personally took out of this last fight was self-belief, right? Self-belief is the most important aspect of fighting, right? And so many of my fights that I had lost, I'd stood in front of a guy kind of hoping the win, right? But here's the deal. I, I lacked uh, some pretty serious communication skills, right? So I've been working on it lately of just being honest with, with people, right? Of just telling people like, hey, that's fucked up. Or, hey, you shouldn't be talking shit. Or asking people super deep questions that you've never had the balls to ask them because you're scared of what they're going to say. And the reason why I say that this all translates and uh, why I like stood, the, you know, this, this last fight go around um, is because how do you expect to tell somebody to stop hitting you in the face right? If you cannot even communicate with people around you in your life, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, you know, if someone's hitting you and you're not the person to confront other people talking shit about people, 
or you don't have the balls to say, why did you do this? This is fucked up. I just need an answer versus just kind of turning the corner. If you don't have that ability to do it in your life, it'll translate because what kind of human are you? You have someone hitting you nonstop and mentally you're the, the human that just shells up. And I've been that guy for so long, right? So honesty and self-belief to me personally, that's, that's that wave that I'm riding on, right? Uh, and fighting right now. But going back to the, to the Rudy concept, I see it, dude. That's where the fuck he's at, dude, right? He's just that constant like positive bullshit. And you're like, that's what you're on. I'm like, that's, I feel like I just learned this within the last like six months. Right. And it's, and it's success. Um, and I don't know. I'm just, I'm just rambling. On I feel, point, no, I, no, I feel like it's something everybody wants to achieve, but through your day to day life to, of, of what you have going on and yeah. all that shit, it's hard. It's hard to be positive all of the time. It is, man. It, it is. At some but, point, you, I mean, I, with Rudy, it seems like on the surface, he seems like one of those girls on Instagram who, writes five paragraphs with some half-baked fucking psychology bullshit. Like, right. you should really do this. And then there's a picture of her butthole attached to it. Mm. Uh, but with, Weird yeah. flex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Snapple fact, but it comes with your butthole. So uh, the uh, Rudy, I've been in a parking lot at like 3 o'clock in the morning with drunk as shit with him. Yeah. Like that, that part of the, the experience where people start to break down and the true colors start to show and he's still like fucking, hey, check out this radio I got, man. Let's play some music in this parking lot and dance. I'm like, I don't really dance with shirtless men in parking lots, Rudy, at 3 o'clock in it's the morning. It's great, Fuck, though. Dude, you should not? do it. <laughs> but, no, I saw you were, uh, you guys were all painted up oh, the other yeah, day. Bro, what was I that about? the other day. They, they came, they painted my fucking body. Yeah, what? I saw that. What were you By doing they, there? you mean the gays? <sighs> yeah. The gays no. came for you. No, uh, that's Dude, what that's what we were warned about. They, we we all just went to Pride. We we're like, let's fucking do this. And uh, yeah. my friend group, they came over. Looked they, like it was they fun. They painted us. And it was fucking great, dude. We just fucking danced all night. And then I woke up. There's a bunch of paint all over my house. Apparently, a bunch of people banged in my fucking living room. And Ooh. that's cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Go to my Instagram and try and guess which ones it is. Yeesh. <laughs> no, we're definitely not going to. Uh, by the way, looking for Drinking Bro of the Week this week. Uh, submit on Facebook. Um, some people are submitting through Instagram. Submit on Facebook. Um, and if it's if you're proud of it, paint your paint your friend with it. You know, let them know, let them know you're proud of it. <laughs> Submit. Oh, yeah, my Facebook got deleted. I just started a new one here recently. What True. what happened with that? Because um, it was something it was we because posted, of that right? build the wall thing that he, the, the, the yeah. telemarketer call that that I got. You know, they they fucking call me every goddamn day, and they're like, press one to get through to somebody, press zero to be removed. I press zero. Fucking sure enough, they call like ten minutes later. Sure, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna get through to somebody, and they started offering me a trip to Mexico, right? And I was like, Mexico? I hate Mexico. I hate myself because, and I heard someone in the background, tell them, tell them uh, you hate Mexicans. And I was like, I hate myself because I'm Mexican, <laughs> right? And they're like, you told her You told her you wanted to build a wall. Well, I was, there, I was like, Mexico, build the wall. Build the wall. <laughs> well, you, start, you started out the conversation by saying uh, that you were going to kill yourself, so oh, it didn't really yes. matter if you were going to go on vacation. Yeah. yeah. And, and she would be good. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yes, sir, sir. Yes, I think you'll like this very much. Anyway, so the trip is to Mexico. <laughs> so, I, so he was like, well, I was going to kill myself. And then she's like, well, let me tell you about this trip. He goes, oh, is it going to be good? Will I not kill myself if I see this stuff? Like super like, I'm having dark. a really bad day. Like yeah, this better dark. help me not kill myself because I'm, I'm on the edge, brother. Like I'm saying like crazy <laughs> shit, right? And she's like, yes, sir. I think you'll like this trip very much. So the trip is to Cancun. Can and you I was imagine? Like, <laughs> can you like, imagine? What a fucking cold bitch. Dude. Like seriously, dude, just hang up the phone at that point. Yeah. No, she went on for like a they minute or two. don't, dude. No. It's. 
Then I posted it on, on Instagram slash Facebook and Facebook permanently disabled my account. Lost all my pictures, all my friends. Are you serious? Yeah. Swear to God, dude. I don't know why. What, 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 what did they speech. say the reason? Hate that, speech. Really? Because they kept saying, and, and dude, I don't, I don't like the right or the left, right? Again, I'll fucking keep reiterating this. I voted for Gary Johnson, right? Fuck it. Don't care who I lose because of that. Big but, dick Gary Johnson, huh? But here's the deal. I kept saying, MAGA, build the wall. Fucking around. Dude, permanently removed. That's censorship right there, dude. Permanently removed from Facebook. I'm like, okay. And, and I guess the suicide the whole thing or whatever, you know. Sure. Apparently it's Because people have gotten on Dan, too, about that. Uh, Look, for, the, for, nobody jokes more about suicide than people have had to deal with it, to be honest. I think, like, uh, between us, between the people that I know that I consider friends and talk to on a regular and see on a regular basis, there's got to be 40 or 50 dudes among us. That have killed themselves, even, right? At even least. without thinking about it, right? Top of my head, I'm not like, let me see, let me fucking. It. It's no, easy. It's, I can just yeah. fucking this guy. Because you remember guy, the you remember guy, the circumstances and stuff, yeah. So it's like, look, man, life. That's that's why comedy even exists because life fucking sucks. Like you have to wake up and it sucks. I, I've gone through this before. Every morning when I wake up, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> like I, I don't shout it, but under my breath, kind of, I just say, fuck, I again, number. god damn it, dude. Yeah, another day so, I mean, Anthony in this li- world. Life is tough, man. It really is. It is, for sure. It's pointless and it's tough, and that gets to people sometimes. And you know what? You, you have a lot of options. You can pretend that's not the case. You can, uh, you know, kill yourself, or you can fucking have some fun with it and try to live your life. That's what we're trying to do. Oh, so people get butthurt about it, but man, that's it is what it is. Yeah, if Hilton Honors hits me up one more time, that's that's probably my trigger points. Um, I for whatever reason I'm on their call list. Yeah. for all the Hilton Honors and sir, would you like to get seventy five thousand Hilton yeah. miles Brother. or whatever? I'm it's like, going to be something simple like that that yep. does it. It's going to be so Bill Bird. Right Bill Bird, you should to do a great bit on this. He was like, when I eventually kill myself, it's not going to be some mate. Like, it's not going to be my divorce or my kid getting killed. It's going to be like, I'm sitting in traffic one day and I pull up a little bit and the person behind me like bumps into the back of my car. I'm like, God, I don't want to deal with this fucking bull. Boom. It's like some minor inconvenience is what it's going to be. It's true, but you just want some evidence or some footage to be like, what was it? What was the final thing? Just write a note. It's because that guy ran into the back of my car. I think he also said uh, how like he'll tell his wife that you know, and like in February, she'll say like, "Can the in-laws come over and will you cook Thanksgiving dinner?" And yeah. he'll say, "Yeah, sure, sweetie, sure." And then fucking November comes around and he's buying all the food and he's like, ah, "I don't want to do that. Fuck it, yeah. fuck it. I'll just <laughs> kill myself." Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, "It's never something crazy. It's never like no. I'm sad or my my dog no. died. It's always like fucking. I don't want to cook fucking Thanksgiving dinner. Like nothing happens when you die. Fuck it. That would be an, <laughs> that would be an awful way to do it in front of your family at Thanksgiving dinner. You pull out the turkey. Everybody's seated around the table." You carve it, you bring it out, and then you just pull pull a gun right out of the turkey. And just, <laughs> out of the turkey. Oh, man. Cap yourself right there. You bounce off the fucking table. <laughs> yeah. The turkey just drops. Like, and there's, a, there's, at least, a, there's at least a moment where one of the older men at the table is like, damn, are we still going to get to eat or what? <laughs> can can you get his brains off of my plate? I'm trying to fucking. <laughs> I'm Hispanic, dude. You know they cut the cake and they're looking for the, the little tiny plastic Jesus. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're Wait, like, oh, what? I got it. And someone's like, no. what? Is... And everyone's like, 
like, what the hell? Oh, it's it's Justin's gun. brain. And I just grab him like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> See, we're all laughing about it. We're like, fuck it, dude. Did you ever do that on staff duty? Like, one of the things that we like to do on 24-hour duty where there was CQ oh, or staff and, duty, is like think of the most creative yes, ways to, to yes. all three of you kill yourselves. We used to always do that. <laughs> I don't know if that's like just us that did shit. Did you ever do anything like that when you were... Not younger? kill you. It, it, for us, it wasn't kill yourself. Yeah. But it was like, what's the most gayest thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or what's the most fucked up thing you could possibly do, like graphically naked? Yeah. Um, so that it was always some sort of homoerotic, like, hey man. And then we mm-hmm. then we all did it one night. Oh, so that that was the difference. Is we actually did it. So uh, you went Frank the Tank. You street naked through the streets. N- no. So there was a guard that was at one a friend of mine lived in like a gated community. You know. And so, like, when we went over there, it was like, oh, in this gated community. And, like, uh, Andre Risen lived in there. In, in the house Before his house got burned down correct, by Left Correct, but it was that right? house. So it was that Lisa house. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yeah, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yeah. So it was in there. And, uh, but there was these two guards that took the job way too seriously. Like, they were military. Mm. And it was just like they were, they were not ever military. Yeah. And so you were like, hey, man, what the fuck is with this? So finally, after, you know, my buddy had lived there for eight, ten years at this point. Before everyone went to college... I think 10 or 12 of us got completely buck naked and we had talked about it for years and ran in a circle, but it was in unison to music. So like we were all just, you said running in a circle, there's 12 of you. So you're in a straight line, like a chorus line and you're correct. And then like a, like a fucking gate moving. Yes. And then we wrapped it around. So then we went, so the guy in the middle wasn't doing shit. No. Well, I mean, he wasn't in the middle anymore. He was just making time, but you, you tail off and then you complete the circle, right? It's kind of like script Ohio. I see. Yeah. So we had the O at the end that went around the guard gate because it was a box like the the two of them sat in the kind of like a toll booth. Their, their, uh, their, uh, band, the marching band is great, by the way. Oh, the best, the yeah. best damn band the in best. the land. Yeah. Um, but we, so we did it and we thought it was absolutely fucking hilarious. They called the police and this was like, how old were you? Fuck. I was going to college. I was 18 years old. So it was like the 1960s. Oh boy. <laughs> D'Anthony. I think it was 2008. Um, if I'm being, right around 2008, 2009, somewhere in there. And, uh, <laughs> When we did it, they called the fucking police, and it was just like, hey, man, this was a fun little thing. So that was in the 90s. Who calls the police on naked nobody, boys in nobody, the fucking 90s? Nobody does that shit. But, like, straight up, they, they showed up. and uh, And then they, they told our fucking parents, like, hey, man. What did your... Uh, my mom was See, I've met like, your parents. What did your yeah. parents have? I, I can't imagine that conversation was all that bad, to be honest. It wasn't, because I was, I was about to leave for college. Yeah, so it was and one of those your, things. Where your parents like, know that you're a fucking weirdo, too. I, I think at that point, yes. Yeah. I think. Um, well, they, if they didn't know before, they, they sure should They definitely know now. <laughs> definitely know now. But, but it was one of those things where you're like, all right, cool, man. We, we did that. Yeah. But we weren't dreaming. Like, you know, we, I didn't was in the fucking military. So we weren't dreaming <laughs> about clacking off because we were bored of like, how would you do it? Yeah. You oh, guys, man. though, are, we're in a whole different situation where it's like everybody I've talked to. Like, I mean, even we had Mike Dixon on a few episodes ago, and he was just like the boredom over there. Yeah. That's it's where the, you come up with the most fucked up it's shit. It's the boredom mixed with the fact that you have to, like, you literally have to not just come to the realization that you might die, but accept the fact that you probably will, because it's the only way you can keep moving forward. Like, you just have to say, fuck this, and keep running towards the gunfire. Otherwise, if you're paralyzed in, in a combat situation, like mentally paralyzed, you're going to get fucked up. 
Life's too can't. short to not masturbate next to your sleeping friend because you're horny in Iraq. Oh, dude. There it is. So they, these bunk beds were made out of metal that was about that thick. Uh, and it was just the you thinnest had heard metal it every night. And it's like... <laughs> and we're, we're in bunk beds. And there's no, like... We, we hang a sheet in there. Like in prison, you put your oh, fuck... God. You put your poncho liner... <laughs> oh, yeah. That means you're do fucking, not deserve, brother. Your fucking whoopee. You hang a sheet just like jail. I was telling our producer, Alec, who's making eye contact with me a fucking again. Right when you right said now. that. Right when you uh, said that, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, you hang a sheet and and you put your fucking back then we had iPods. Not yeah, iPod. that's how you watch like, porn on. And there's iPods, I have man. like forty gigs of porn on this one iPod, and I'm just like I got put the earplugs in and I'm just pounding away into a sock. But everybody porn. can hear you, right? Yeah, there's you, look you 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 tell yourself they can't. You tell yourself <laughs> that they can't hear you and that you're not you're not moving that much. But there's no way they don't know. Guaranteed, yeah. you've done this at least once. You're on fucking. You're looking through your gun. Right, it's nighttime or through thermos, and you're like, "Hey, Dan, are you awake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that a body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, that's a rock. That's a fucking rock. And you've heard, we've had probably a, I don't know, at this point, we're fucking almost 450 episodes in. There's probably been 20, 30 people that have talked about jacking off and porter shitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. To the point where somebody was like, man, I can't get off unless I smell that smell. <laughs> yeah. That's I a was, whole different. I was always of. worried about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you something dark, very oh, fucking dark. Go. Oh, uh, that's surprising out of you. <laughs> so, uh, second deployment, homeboy fucking kills himself. Boom, right? Whatever. Puts on burst. Who is homeboy, by the way? Uh, somebody in your unit, or yeah, or someone terrorist? in my in my uh, company actually. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I don't want to want to mention his name, but kill himself. Um, what the fuck ever? Everyone's like, dude, this is terrible, and we only had like three fucking porta shitters. Right, and they're built out of wood, and they have the barrels. You already know about this, and you throw on like the kerosene on there. You fucking burn it. If you fuck up, you have to stir it. Blah blah. Right, to the point where there's so many flies, they're like touching your asshole, and it's almost like a form of foreplay. Right, like you're like, ooh, keep it there, fucking fly. Like, eh, eh. like oh, God. You're, getting, no. you're getting an assist from the fly. Yeah. You are, deal. but why are you choking yourself no, doing? Yeah, okay, I, I was like, man, so, is that, your, so is that dude, like another thing uh, to it? Where you're fucking, like, man, he killed you're... himself, dude, and they burned down the whole portishere because obviously he's got fucking brains and shit everywhere. So. Uh, a couple days later pass, and this is where you just get desensitized in the military. This is why my humor is all fucked up, right? Not just me, him, and anyone that you know that has ever served. I didn't go through the most fucking combat, dude. I didn't go through Iwo Jima, right? Disclaimer, right? Because there's badder dudes listening to this podcast, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but you do see your fair share of, like, little morbid things. In this instance, I'm fucking beating off. And homeboy killed himself probably two, three days before this. And I'm beating off, beating off, and I'm looking up, and I see flies all over, like, a piece of something, right? And I'm starting to think, fuck, is that flesh? Is that what the fuck? And I stand up, and I look, and there's, like, a tiny piece. So I guess he did it at, on the doorway of the other porter shitter, and there was, like, no windows, right? They had, like, a screen. But other than that, there's no windows. Somehow, someway, blew his brains out. Part of his brains flew to the next porter shitter, just a small piece, and got stuck up there. And I stand up, and I look, and I'm like, holy fuck, those are Starkovich's Oops. Bleep that out anyway. Uh, those are uh, so and so's brains, right? And I, I look up and I'm like, shit. And then I sit back down, and uh, I mean, whatever, dude, I was beating off. And so, like, I start kind of doing it. And it's not that that turns me on, it's just that you're fucking desensitized. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's ever? something that happened, it's done now, but I've still got this hard yeah, dick to take it's care like, of. Yeah, well, that's so, what it is, for real. So, and then the more like, you, you become really pragmatic in those moments. Yeah. And then it turns into a, 
like I started telling people, hey guys, you gonna go to the whack shack? You can whack yourself or you can whack yourself. And people are like, oh, <laughs> like that's how you gotta be, bro. Another day in the fucking grind, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like the Fuck. whole joking yeah. about death and suicide thing. I mean, you can either pretend it's not happening. Uh, you know, obviously the option, the, the best option is to do something to try and prevent that shit, and we all do that, but, uh, or you can deal with it with sick comedy the way we do, or you can fucking blow your brains out. I mean, shit. There's not a whole lot of options there. No. So you, when people criticize us, like, oh, that's fucking just whatever, dude. Just shut the fuck you, up. I've got a, like, you can turn any story, you can flip it into humors, right? If it's traumatic, there's fucking humor somewhere, right? I remember Jack Manderville one time, someone said, why are you like this? Or why are you so funny? And he looks over very serious and he goes, it's called trauma. And I started cracking up, right? I'm like, fucking hey, dude. Like, like, uh, Jack's fucking hilarious, too. Yeah. He'll turn the darkest shit into aggressive, aggressive comedy. If you're, if you're friends with Jack Mandeville in real life, he will send you some of the most private, fucked yeah. up videos, not on his Instagram, whatever, no. that you've ever seen. And he'll be like, hey, man, you think I should post this? Clearly. <laughs> he sends me stuff, and I'm like, uh, if I didn't know you, I would think that you're not okay. <laughs> but I know you, so this is really funny. <laughs> uh, Jack's one of my favorites. Uh, let's get to the drinking bro of the week, shall we? Uh, this one was submitted by Eric Wagner. Uh, for the drinking bro of the week, he said, Hey, man, I'd like to nominate Trooper Jerry Smith for drinking bro of the week. He tragically passed away in a car accident while on duty June 20th, uh, 2019. Man, that was just a couple weeks ago. Yep. Trooper Smith was uh, 51 of Scott's Bluff. Uh, he, Nebraska joined the Nebraska State Patrol in 2014, uh, graduating with the 56th basic recruit class on May 1st, 2015, graduating at the age of 47. He is believed to be the oldest recruit to ever complete NSP's basic recruit camp. He was stationed in Scotts Bluff as part of Troop E for his entire NSP career. Um, Trooper Smith is survived by his wife and two adult children. He also earned numerous honors during his military career, including a bronze star for his service and two tours of combat in Operation Iraqi Freedom. Uh, cheers, brother. Uh, it's a great submission. Uh, yeah, by, by, it's a good one. Uh, by uh, Eric Wagner. Uh, and if you've got a submission for Drinking Bro of the Week, Ship it on into Facebook. Uh, we just message us on Facebook, and that's that's kind of how we choose them. And it depends on what time of day or whenever we're we're shooting. We try to to, to bookmark them, and uh, uh, all of these episodes are, are now on video on our YouTube channel. We've started a media company, and it's all combined with uh, Ross Patterson Revolution Podcast, Drinking Bros Podcast. So you can you can follow us there, and any Drinking Bros submission, uh, just go through Facebook, uh, and we'll bring it up. Uh, Justin, you look good. You look surprisingly good, I man. Know. This is the least disgusting I've ever seen you. I mean, you come into Wilmington hot, and it, you're it's Fourth of July weekend. You getting ass tonight? Uh, if one of you guys are gonna fuck me, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay, dude, but fucking Fourth of July. There's a lot of women down here. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, it's 4th of July. Yeah, that's my excuse. You always got to come up with some random excuse that has nothing to do with being gay and be like, I'm not gay, but uh, it's Tuesday. So. <laughs> but yeah, man, but you know, I got to get off. I'm not gay, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gay, but I got to get uh, off. H Factor. Yeah. Like, what? The man, fuck? there's steaming pumping through my balls, man. I got to get off. Get I'm some not... of that prickly heat. 
Oh boy, that prickly heat's the. I would real skip. Shit. I would skip the balls and just go straight taint with that stuff, and I'll tell you why. What is uh, on the next heat? episode? What is, what is this? Oh, on the, on the next episode. Yeah, you know I'm a gold bond messiah. Right? I know you are. I enjoy gold oh. bond more than life itself. Also, Michael Cash, if you're listening to this, I glitter bombed you twice. You piece of shit. <laughs> In the office. Listen seriously, Michael Cash is one of the part. He's a partnerships <laughs> manager at Black Rifle. Yeah, and Justin has been trolling him for months. Yeah. Like, he sent they him like multiple glitter bombs. glitter bombs. He signed him up for all kinds of crazy, like, left-wing <laughs> fucking I've seen him, and he list. sits next to me, and I'm, like, looking him up, right? And he's sitting next to me, and he's like, have you ever seen that, that video where it's, like, the Hitler dubbed over? Yeah. You know? And yeah. He, he's fucking, he's like, why am I getting Hillary emails? You know, and he's losing his shit, and I'm just sitting there, like, <laughs> like try not to laugh. Like, no shit. Since, like, I think March. It's been a couple months, dude. Yeah. He's, he's like, been why trolling. am I getting all these LGBT keep you <laughs> and then a couple days later it'll be like Michelle Obama fucking and he's sending me screenshots of text and he's like lol and it's like hi are you willing to host the Bernie Sanders uh, fucking view party and it'll be like lol MAGA and he'll send a screenshot to me and he'll be like yeah like fist brother and I'll be like lol and I'll be like fucking Bernie and I'm sitting there just jerking <laughs> off and choking myself like fuck yeah fuck yeah Michael Cash piece of shit <laughs> anyway I had to let him know no. Yeah. <laughs> no, look. You, he, you definitely let him know. <laughs> in a couple weeks, he's going to be like, you fucking piece of shit. You fucking piece no, of shit. Well, yeah, it's a couple weeks from now for this one. Yeah. All right. That's funny. Not even, I think it's next week. Yeah, it's next, yeah. next Wednesday, probably. I think before you get home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, piece of shit. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. He's going to be coming <laughs> to the office. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yo, man, I heard you gonna drink it, bro. Woohoo! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, disgusting, Justin, man. It's always fucking fun to have you yeah. on the show. Thanks for coming out for the weekend, <laughs> raging with us, man. Uh, for D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros. Subscribe on YouTube. Good night, everyone. Good night.